much into the contest. It is Monday, November 1. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. And Shane Lee, he's still got his costume on from Halloween. There's a pumpkin in the corner and a big smile. I saw a, uh, I saw a couple of little things on social media where there was a pumpkin in someone's window with F off on it. It's an interesting time of year, Shane. Very interesting time of year. The kids really... Kids really get into it now, and um, they they decided they needed on Saturday they needed some pumpkins. That uh, so I had to go down and get them. Only, only the big ones were left. They're about five bucks a kilo, so I had to buy about three of these big pumpkins and then pull all the insides out, mate. And before I put candles inside, mate. So it's going to be pumpkin soup for the next week here, I reckon. Oh, can you send some over? I love your pumpkin soup. Uh, plenty of cricket news. We've lost some legends, haven't we? Alan Davidson, Peter Philpot. we'll talk about those today. In the AFL, Shane Mumford has announced his retirement. And the NRL, what happened to Nathan Cleary's grand final medal? Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, Main Hair Care. Shane, Alan Davidson, and of course he was the head of Cricket New South Wales for such a long time. Part of that period was when you were playing. Uh, He was a remarkable figure. Uh, Not only a great cricketer, great statesman, but just a good bloke. A really, really nice guy, a real gentleman of the game, um, and a fantastic all-rounder. He played 44 tests for Australia. He took 186 wickets at only 20.53, which is the second lowest um, bowling average of anyone to take 150 wickets. Um, he also scored like 1,380 runs and, and his high score of 80. But as you said, Timmy, he was a really, really nice guy, a real gentleman and and loved to talk. He loved to talk. He had some long stories, old Davo, but um, yeah, but, but a great guy and he'll be sadly missed. Yeah, amazing left armour and obviously mm. played a lot with Richie Benno in that era. He was there in the tied test and uh, it, it's great that he did tell so many stories and, and you want more people like him to do that because so many great yarns go to the grave, don't they? Yeah, Richie Benno said he was the greatest of his generation um, and uh, you know, Davo had stories like he would he would get one stump and he'd put it at the top of a hill and he'd bowl a bag of cricket balls at the at the one stump. And if it missed the stump, it would roll all the way down the hill and you have to go and get the ball. And he said he quickly learnt to hit the stump. So that was Davo and many stories like that. But, uh, yeah, he'll be sadly missed, mate. He was a, a legend of the game. Yeah, and Peter Philpot, who, of course, did play for Australia but went on to be a fantastic coach. And he coached you for a number of years up at Mossman as well. He passed away. Yeah, well, I'll miss Percy, mate. I only, only had uh, I had lunch with him just before um, before lockdown started. Um, himself and Barry Knight, and, um, and Percy played eight Tests for Australia, leg spinner, um, and uh, mate, an absolute star of the game. He had some great stories. He loved his red wine, um, and he actually taught Stuart McGill um, a lot of the art of leg spin bowling. So, um, yeah, he'll be really missed for me personally. Um, yeah, I love Percy. He was a good guy. 
Yeah, and we also saw the passing of Ashley Mallet, who was a, a very talented spinner himself. So, uh, yeah, a, a big week for cricket with the, the loss of uh, three real big names. Uh, turning from that story or those stories to the World Cup and, um, you know, obviously of less gravity, but the Australian cricket team got flogged by England at the T20 World Cup. Yep, our, our, our runs at the top of the order are dried up again. Um, we thought... We may have turned a corner there with Warner getting a few, but uh, England absolutely dominating us. I think we've got some real issues um, leading into um, you know, whether we'll end up making or being part of the, the semis here, it, yet to be seen. But um, yeah, both our batting and bowling way below par. Uh, once again, England look really good, actually. They're, they're a chance to uh, to take the whole competition out, I think. And Alyssa Healy, uh, what about the way she clubs the ball? It's, it's entertaining, isn't it? She is an absolute superstar. Um, she hadn't scored a 50, I think, in five innings in the WBBL, um, and the mm. critics started to turn on her. And Well, she answered those critics really well. She scored uh, 94 of 55 balls and absolutely smashed them. And she's only the fifth girl now um, to pass 2,500 runs in the WBBL. Yep, she's a, she's a real competitor, Alyssa Healy, and, um, yeah, don't write her off. Jordan Degoe, I've been looking at these pictures, and you don't want to form a, uh, mm. a judgment, do you? But he's had problems in the past, uh, and he haven't, hasn't covered himself in glory in New York. Collingwood have stood him down. What's going to happen here? He's such a talented player. Uh, he's got to face course, um, court again in December in Manhattan after uh, alleged assault on a dance floor with him and his tattooing mate. Yeah, it's uh, doesn't look good. It's it's only an alleged assault at this stage, Timmy. That's all we can say. But um, he's been stood mm. down indefinitely from the Collingwood Football Club, which means he can't train or participate in any preseason stuff with the Collingwood Football Club until that's sorted. So, um, real issues for him. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real shame. You you get away, you have a massive season, you go over to New York, finally out of lockdown. And it ends up ends up like this. It's uh, quite disappointing. Yeah, he's 25 years of age. It's going to be uh, a real test for him what happens next because uh, it can go one of two ways. I, I hope to think that he can straight – because he's had problems in the past. We're not talking about a guy that mm. has uh, just been a clean skin throughout the course of his career. Now, Shane Mumford, on the other hand, has announced his retirement. And I suppose the GWS Giants player would see the past three years – as a bit of a bonus, because remember, he announced his retirement back in 2017. Yeah. Uh, he's a, obviously a premiership player and then took a year off and then came back. He did, mate. And um, look, the guy's going to finish, he finishes his career with 216 first grade games over 13 years. But as you said, Timmy, 2017, um, he, he, he took the bails off his career, um, did one year of coaching, and then went, no, hang on. There's more in me yet. So he came back um, and then ended up playing in the GWS's first ever grand final in 2019. So he played three more seasons. Um, he's been a great ruckman, a great competitor. He, he won a premiership with Geelong. Mm. Um, so he walks away from the game with really, really good uh, really good stats and, and a good record. And he'll add value now. He'll, he'll stay around the GWS club and, and add value there as a, um, a guy that's sort of been right at the top of his game and, and played on. Yeah, he's, he's a real fighter. Nathan Cleary is one of the superstars of rugby league, out-and-out out superstars. Of course, Penrith won the grand final, New South Wales won the state of origin. He just finds the odd little bit of trouble, though, from time to time, doesn't he? And now there's some drama around the Clive Churchill medal that he won and it going missing. Yeah, look, I don't know about this. Like, the, 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 the Clive Churchill medal that he was given actually had the wrong stadium on it, mm. so... Uh, the NRL took that back. They're asking Cleary not to say anything. I don't think he is. I think it's just the journalists 
um, talking about this as that's causing the issue for himself. But yeah, he was he was fined over seven thousand dollars for you know his conduct with the with the actual NRL trophy, um, and now he's sort of whinging or potentially whinging that he's not getting his his medal back. It's been it's been weeks, so NRL need to get onto that. And uh, and I think we need to move on from uh, Nathan Cleary and and Crichton and and Tyrone May and their issues um, at the end of last season. It's just not not a great look for the NRL. It's not, and and particularly with him, none of it's of any great gravity, is it? It's just this odd little sort of no. thing on the edge. He, he'd, yeah, he'd be best served to try and just clean it up because. In the main, he's an outstanding player. In my experience, a really nice young fella. So, look, yeah, that's Nathan Cleary. Uh, what about uh, Melbourne? Now, this is happening. It is being replicated all around the world. We're seeing it with different sports clubs who have players in their midst who do not want to get vaccinated. Now, the Storm have an issue with Big Nelson, a sofa Solomona, and he uh, doesn't want to get the vaccination. So, it's going to be a troubling few months to see what happens there, he's a real strike weapon for them. He's a huge guy. Yeah, he is, mate. Um, but I think what will happen is they'll, the club will say, if you don't get vaccinated, you can't play. So then it's down to him to do it. So it's going to be pretty simple there, I think. Um, mm. Look, I understand people have their own rights and they make their own decision. But if the club decides that they need the vaccine, he'll have to get it. Otherwise, he'll be looking for another job. What about the world game? Lionel Messi, uh, he's, uh, there was so much made of him heading to PSG and how good is this and all the money that was being spent. It hasn't quite worked out, has it? He's had a drought there. He's had a massive drought. Um, he's even taken off at half time uh, in the last match, Timmy. So, you know, PSG are not getting their their uh, pound of flesh out of him. That's for sure. Look, saying that the guy is a world superstar. So, you, so you would think, mate, he would um, definitely at some stage he's going to start putting him in the back of the net again. But um, have to watch his space. But at the moment. PSG, not happy. Yeah, interesting. He's such a massive name, such a talented player. In the NBA, Josh Giddy, this young Australian, continues to grab the headlines. He has been superb. And we saw it when he was here in the NBL and all throughout the season, people, people were saying, did you see what happened with him? Did you see what happened with Josh Giddy? He's going to head to the States. And he had this mercurial talent and he's taken it overseas and it's being realised real quickly. Yeah, he's he's a really elusive sort of guy, isn't he? He sort of um, he doesn't mm. strike you as a guy that's going to dominate straight away. But within six matches, they're already saying he's potentially the rookie of the year. You couldn't get enough money on this guy. Six matches, he's averaging ten point seven points, uh, five point eight rebounds, five point seven assists. He's shooting forty five percent from the field and thirty three percent from outside the arc. Um, his numbers are outstanding so far. So Josh Giddy, good on you, mate. Keep going. And Greg Norman. Um Stirring the pot with this controversial $260 million move to have a uh, another golf tournament go on. And, of course, in recent times, we've seen uh, the shark in the shower and the one wood out on the beach. And it's like this. <laughs> Was it the one wood in the shower? <laughs> he knows how to make money. <laughs> Matty sure does. Um, yeah, he's got a big shake uh, in behind him here, a $260 million investment into LIV Golf Investments, uh, which Greg Norman will head up. But this will take on the PGA that he's talking about 10 new events across Asia, the Middle East and Europe, um, which would really be fundamentally against the whole PGA and what they stand for. There's only so many players that can play in these tournaments. Um, but I dare say the, the, the shark, the great white one would, um, will uh, potentially be, be pulling a lot of people away. It's almost like World Series cricket in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch because there's so much money in golf. And he has been one of the most successful golfers off the course. Of course, he was brilliant on the on the golf course and was world number one for a number of years back to back. 
obviously didn't get as many majors as we thought he would, but his success with Shark Enterprises has been off the charts. Now, we've seen the supercars get back into action under lights. It was it was quite dramatic, and uh, it's great to see them back. Shane Van Gisbergen has continued his wonderful form. Yeah, Shane Van Gisbergen, well, look, and he's not stopping at all. He's saying that he wants to dominate this whole series, and he's doing it again. He's... Um, he is an exceptional driver, um, and clearly I think there's a gap between him and the rest of the field, mate. Yeah, and uh, it's great to see them back. I know that a lot of my friends who are right into the cars are already talking about mm. heading off to Bathurst and uh, getting their spot on the mountain. It, it is quite a ritual that has been missing for a little while because of COVID-19, so just another sign of life normalising now. The Melbourne Cup, mm. if you look at what's happening in Sydney, it's a, it's a traditionally big race day on the Tuesday with people celebrating Melbourne Cup Day at at Randwick, and I think there's going to be around 17,000 with more rules coming back. And in Melbourne itself, you're going to have 10,000. What are you doing, Melbourne Cup Day? Well, we're doing afternoon sport podcast, aren't we, Tim? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but, but this will only take a certain amount of time, Shane. There's, there's other hours in this particular day, my friend. I know, mate. No, I think I'll be going up to the Oaks Pub in Neutral Bay for a few beers and uh, and, mm. and maybe a few bets. Any tips, mate? Incentivise is something I'm looking at. Uh, is that a chance? Oh, it's a very good chance, but it's probably the shortest price since Farlap yep. for the Melbourne Cup. Right. So we want to oh, find. Okay, let's leave, let's let's uh, leave these next few hours between today and tomorrow as an opportunity to find something that might just be incentivised and put a little bit of money in your piggy bank for the Oaks for one of those steaks good. you can cook on the barbie if they still do it that way, <laughs> like the last time I was there a few years ago. Uh, now we mentioned at the top of uh, the podcast today about the passing of some greats in cricket, Ashley Mallett. Alan Davidson and Peter Philpot, and you had a lot to do with Peter Philpot, and uh, you got a great little story about when when he hit it in the Australian scene. Yeah, well, we finally um, we we had something really in common that both our first games in New South Wales, we showed up to the ground late. Um, I slept in, unfortunately. I was rooming with Brad McNamara, so I slept in, and um, wasn't a very very good look when Mark Taylor said to the guy, the concierge. Uh, if you don't get down the ground quickly, don't bother coming at all. So I was really nervous. But Peter Philpott also um, was late to his first game for New South Wales. He was going to be picked up by the great late Keith Miller, who was obviously a fighter pilot in the war. And and Percy was waiting for Keith to pick him up down in Manly to go to the SCG. And he's waiting there and waiting and waiting and waiting. And Keith showed up literally an hour and a half late in a tuxedo, apparently. He'd been out for the night and um, showed up late. And Keith said, good luck for your game. He said, well, what about me? I'm... It's my first game. I'm going to get in trouble. He said, you'll be fine, son. I'm also the captain. <laughs> yeah, absolute legend of the game. And as I said at the start of the show, mate, he'll be sadly missed old Percy. Yeah, you'll be all right, son. I'm also the captain. I love it. What a what a yeah. personality. What a character <laughs> Keith Miller was. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, wonderful sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, MaineHairCare.com. And of course, our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. Back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.